0: hey guys and welcome to another episode of the podcast it is january 17th bitch. where does the time go but low-key this month seems so long to me like december flew by. like december seems two seconds and this month is like the longest month of my life retweet if you can relate um but how's everybody's week going i've had a very good week just this whole month I think I talked about it in the last podcast as well. But I've just been very productive on the grind, feeling inspired, feeling good and going to bed early and I haven't been sick of it. Like it's been feeling really good because you know when you get in your healthy habits routine and you get like bored, I don't know. I I've just been feeling good about it and I've been making more videos and just investing a lot more time into doing what I love in that regard and so far it just seems to be really paying off like I don't know I just have such a good feeling about this year I had such a good workout yesterday and I've just been feeling great so I hope you've been feeling great and if not just know that you can get there and this will pass and every emotion is temporary you know even if you are feeling really good like life comes in cycles and no feeling is no feeling is forever but like literally so yeah it's been also raining these past few days here which is low-key annoying because it's like I don't want to go out and do anything but it's also been nice because I've been staying home and just working and spending a lot of time editing and I don't know just working and it's been nice so you know a good week overall um, something I've been thinking about for this I guess this whole year is saying yes to more Things. So I know I talked about saying no and like the year of no, and I still stand by that. You know, like say no, don't do things you don't want to do. But at the same time, I feel like at least for me, it's really easy to get caught up in my routine and just keep doing the same things, going to the same restaurants, you know, going to the gym, working going to sleep like it's so easy to get caught up in that. So something I've been trying to do is say yes to more plans and also I think I talked about this when I was talking about New Year's resolutions, but for me a big thing that I've been trying to stick by is not making fake plans. So if it's like someone I'm kind of friends with, but like I'm not like it's not besties. It's like we have to plan to hang out. Like Sonia and I can be like, "Oh, do you want to like hang out right now?" and we're like, "Yeah." But you know someone you're kind of friends with and you're like, okay, like, it almost feels like a friend date. Like, oh, do you want to get coffee with me? Or like, I don't know, it's a little more formal because you don't know each other that well yet. It's so easy, especially here, I feel like because of just traffic and everyone is kind of here for work, at least everyone that, most people that I know. Um, so everyone's just busy and like, I get it. But one of my things has been to just say yes and actually follow through with plans. Um And I've been doing that. I've really been sticking by that so far. And it's just been cool. And it's been cool to like hang out with different people and maybe do things, do activities that I wouldn't have done otherwise, or I wouldn't have done by myself, or I wouldn't have done, you know, with the people that I typically always hang out with. Um, And also just, I don't know, looking for more travel opportunities and just opportunities to expand and to learn more and to get out of my routine and my comfort zone and yeah I don't know I'm just really excited like again I have a few trips planned and I don't want to give anything away yet because it's going to be great content Um, but I think just keeping that in mind and just remembering that life is short I know I need to hear this I know not everyone's like me and loves a routine and like loves I don't know it's not so much I mean it is a comfort zone thing but it's also like I just love my routine, and I love the gym, and I love, like, making a video. Like, I truly love that. Um, It's not like I'm sitting at home, like, oh, my God, I wish I could do this. But, like, I'm scared. Like, yeah, we all have that about some things. But I feel like for me, it's just, like, I love a routine, and I love, like, checking things off a to-do list. And when you do travel or you do something that you can't completely, you know, make a to-do list for or, like, you don't completely know what's going to happen, it can be a little, like, um, (laughs) what? But... It's worth it usually, you know? So I'm excited and I'm just excited for the content also because, again, like I feel just really focused this year, my word of the year, focus. And yeah, it's just going to be a good year. So I hope that can inspire you in some way. But yeah, life is short. Like we're going to remember the things that were out of our daily routine. And I do think it's important to have like a workout routine and to have little you know, like a bedtime routine, like little things that you do to just keep your life organized and in check, especially if you're like me and like, you're kind of your own boss and everything's kind of on you all the time. Um, but you're going to remember the random things that you decided to do and try. And yeah, I guess that's a big thing for me this year too. I'm like, you know, I need to just start doing more things and things that maybe I wouldn't necessarily do regularly. I don't know. Um, so let me know if you can relate and if you can relate, what are some things that maybe you did this past year or maybe already this year? You know, what are some new things you tried or activities you did or like something? I don't know. Let me know. Um, yeah. Get a drink of water, stay hydrated ASMR. (laughs) Um, so I've been kind of reading this new Brene Brown book. I've had it for a while, but I've just been busy reading other books. Um It's called I Thought It Was Just Me Making the Journey from What Will People Think to Am I Enough? And I really have not read that much of it yet, but I did kind of want to talk about something that I was reading the other day. And basically the book, if you don't know who Brene Brown is, she's kind of like a shame researcher and some of you may have read a few of her books. I think this is one of the newer ones. Um, But she wrote the book Daring Greatly, which I think I've talked about, and another one I forget what it's called but it's very popular Um, and she just I don't know her books are really good and they make you feel less alone I guess Um, because shame is a feeling that a lot of like all of us experience but not all of us talk about it because why would we talk about something that's so emotionally uncomfortable and especially if you don't have like really really close friends or family that you can talk to about anything it's like it's a really hard thing to talk about so in the beginning of the book she talks about Um, like she gives this little story of this time where she I think forgot to bring something to her kids class party and she was just feeling all this shame of like I work too much I'm not there for my kids I'm not there when they need me and she had to like she like lied to the teacher she was like oh like I think my husband brought it and she like took credit for someone else's like and she just felt really bad about it so she called her friend and her friend was able to really relate to her and understand how she was feeling rather than just like laughing it off or even worse like not listen to her and just kind of like oh no why would you care about that that's stupid so this section of the book was just kind of about um how we can be there for each other and actually listen and be empathetic rather than sympathetic or just kind of like awkward like I don't know, like it's hard to talk about things and even when other people around us talk about things that they're going through that are maybe not great, it's easy to just be like, Oh well that sucks. Like Um, so I just kind of wanted to talk about some of the things I read. I need to like burp. Maybe I don't. What the fuck? I'm drinking a coffee and it's like oh, fuck. Okay. Um, women with high levels of shame resilience, um, are both givers and receivers of empathy. So then she talks about, she like, um, did some research on this group of women and the woman talked about the power of hearing someone say, I understand I've been there too, or that's happened to me too. And it's okay. You're normal. I understand what that's like. And I think it's like a, it's a fine line between relating with someone and being again, empathetic, versus centering yourself because I feel like sometimes we have the intention to be empathetic but then we're like oh yeah that happened to me one time too and you kind of go into your own story and you're kind of centering yourself in the conversation and while your intention is to be empathetic and show your friend or the other person they're not alone you're actually just kind of focusing the attention on you and the other person just kind of feels like are they even listening to me Um, so I think these phrases were really good to keep in mind because it was like relating while Not centering yourself. Um, I define empathy, she says, I define empathy as the skill or ability to tap into our own experiences in order to connect with an experience someone is relating to us. And it's the ability to perceive a situation from the other person's perspective, to see, hear, and feel the unique world of the other. So, again, you're relating, but you're seeing it from their perspective rather than going into your own story and trying to force them to see it from your perspective, if that makes sense. Um, and then she kind of goes into how her friend reacted when she told her, like, the um, shameful thing that happened to her. And her friend wasn't judgmental. She didn't make her feel like she had to be silent about what had happened. And she validated her fears and acknowledged something positive, like, oh, but like you were still there. Um, and she just made her feel accepted and connected. And that's like, as humans, that's what we want. We want to feel accepted and we want to feel connected with others. And if we're constantly, you know, not sharing what we're feeling or we are sharing and we're not having our feelings and what we're saying, you know, validated, that's when we, you know, get sad because, you know, to put it lightly, because, We're not feeling connected with others. We feel like no one cares. We feel very alone. And that's like the perfect breeding ground for just more shame to occur. Um, And then she's like, if her friend had said like, you're making a big deal out of nothing. It's fine. Don't worry. It's kind of dismissive. And it wouldn't have expressed that she knew what she was going through. You know, it would have been like, oh, okay, I guess it's not a big deal. But it's not like, oh, like I've been there too. Like, I know how you feel. I know that you... You know are so busy working and you feel like you're doing too much but like whatever um so empathy (laughs) y'all um and then um she has kind of a checklist for empathy and I just kind of want to quickly go over this again I really have not read that much of this book yet this is only like I don't know how many if this is even like a chapter it's like kind of divvied up into sections um but the basically a few things about shame or no empathy, and you know how it relates to shame, or just how to be more empathetic, number one, to be able to see the world as others see it, so putting down your own lens of the world and trying to go into someone else's lens and see what they're feeling and I think something else i um I took an interpersonal communication class in high school. It was like one of the best classes ever because it's still so applicable to this day like I think everyone should take that class. Um, but to be a good communicator, it's not about saying exactly what you feel, but saying it in a way that the other person will understand. And that kind of relates to this because it's like, we all have a different lens through which we see and experience the world. So if you're just trying to force someone to see from your perspective, it's not always going to work. But if you're able to communicate or yeah, if you're being empathetic, if you're able to see from their perspective through their lens, it It gives a more common ground for connection and for having empathy on both sides because you're actually trying to understand rather than just like say what you think or what you think in relation to what you think they're saying. Um, So there's that. And then also to be non-judgmental. And she says often our need to judge others is deeply motivated by our need to evaluate our own abilities, beliefs, and values. So it's like if you're really insecure about something, you're more likely to see that in other people and judge them for it because it's something you're sensitive to um and also kind of validates us like oh that person like say you're insecure about like something and someone has something someone has that but it's like you think that it's worse than what you have it's like oh well okay I'm good then because they have it worse than me but you're still being judgmental um yeah she literally says the judgment of others leaves us feeling hurt and ashamed That's like when other people judge you. So we judge others as a way to make ourselves feel better. Um, And then also being empathetic, it's to understand another person's feelings. And like her friend conveyed that she understood her perspective and her feelings. And then also to communicate your understanding of that person's feelings. Um, And again, that is just connection. Courage gives us a voice and compassion gives us an ear. So I will keep you all updated as I read, but I just thought that was really important to remember. And all her books are just very relatable. Like it's stuff that we literally go through every day, even if it's like subconscious. Like we're just like, oh, we happen to like judge someone in our head or something. Um, But yeah, and it also just makes you feel less alone. And I guess that it also kind of validated my, um, just kind of what I try to do on my channel and on these podcasts and stuff, especially when I talk about sex and things like that. It's like, I want people to, know that they're not alone and that it's okay to do this like whatever you're going through you're not alone and there's someone else that has gone through that or is going through that and just because it's not widely talked about in mainstream society doesn't mean that it's not important and doesn't mean that it doesn't happen to others so um yeah that's just kind of something I wanted to talk about so I hope y'all enjoy and again like I've barely read any of the books so I'm excited to keep reading but yeah a new book you guys it's not come as you are this time <laughs> um, something else I wanted to lightly talk about I don't know I just kind of saw it on Twitter um, but like I guess I didn't even like watch the full videos like I literally just saw stuff on Twitter but I just wanted to quickly say something about it apparently Trisha Paytas made a video where she was talking about I don't even know what the original video was because in my subscription, I only saw the, like, apology video, but she was basically talking about, like, the wall vomit, um, and she was like, oh, like, just very typical stuff that someone who's very uneducated says, like, oh, like, immigrants just come over here and take our jobs and, like, don't pay taxes and, like, blah, blah, blah. So there was that, but then also in the apology video, she was very like, oh, just like politics don't affect me, so I just like don't really care, so I just like don't really know that much about it. And this to me related a lot to the book, So You Want to Talk About Race, and how, especially if you are part of a privileged group, you know, her, me, you know, being a white person, it's up to us to really stand up to the system, because the system doesn't care about minorities, people of color, um, you know, women, but again we have white privilege, so we have that like I don't know quote unquote going for us, you know. Um, you know, a lot of people don't have a voice, so if we're just complacent or you know, even if you're not being blatantly racist or whatever, even if you're complacent and you're not standing up to the system, the system in this case being racism, Um, white supremacy you know like our nation was built on those idea ideas or ideals what would you use in that case Um, but if we're not complacent then we're just kind of like giving into it and letting it happen and saying you know like oh politics don't affect me it's like because you have privilege that allows you to not have to really pay attention and not really care and still live your life Um, but millions and millions of people are affected by the systems that are in place and I don't know, it's just I I don't want to be contributing to that by being complacent in it. So I just kind of wanted to lightly bring that up. Again, I didn't watch like both either of her videos in entirety, um, but just kind of as a reminder to all the my fellow whiteys out there, you know, like just because something doesn't affect you personally doesn't mean that it's not an issue and doesn't mean that you shouldn't educate yourself in it. And I don't know. At least try to stand up against it because, like, just because, I mean, I don't know. It's like, oh, it doesn't affect me, but it's like, this system is literally oppressing other people so that you can feel that way. You know? Like, bitch, you, like, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it was kind of frustrating to me, so I just kind of wanted to say that as a reminder and. I really recommend everyone read so you want to talk about race. I know I've talked about it in a few podcasts, but it was just really good at going over everything, I guess, not even just like specifically race and stuff, but it just went over so much stuff and it really make it really opened my eyes to a lot of um, just a lot of ways in which our society society functions and how we can look at it differently and strive for that change, you know. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because it's something that I saw. And then also, um, I wanted to lightly, lightly talk about this as well. So you guys know over this past year, a lot of people and a lot of like people shockingly have made like why I'm not vegan anymore videos. Um, I think the first one I saw was like Lexi Lombard and her video was really good. And I think like another I know know a lot of people have made them, but a few that stood out to me were hers, which was like a really good video, and Kalel, which I didn't ever watch. I don't know if she made a video or I know she does like podcasts. I don't know. I don't really watch her, so I don't know. But I think Sony told me about that, and I saw a little bit of it on Twitter. And most recently, Bonnie Rebecca made a video about why she's not vegan, and um, her video was really about just like having health problems and just going so long having these like horrible health problems and like a lot of gut issues and bloating and a lot of stuff that I experienced um and once she and her bf which they're like the sweetest people ever like I remember meeting them like a couple years ago and just I don't know just so humble and nice and like just very kind warm people and I didn't I don't know it's rare that you find that I don't know especially if someone, like, they have, like, pretty good followings, and especially a, a few years ago when the vegan movement was, like, like the raw four bullshit was, like, really at a peak. I don't know. They were just so nice. Um, but, yeah, once they started eating fish, eggs, and I think he ate, like, chicken and stuff, a lot of, like, I think all their problems went away, and she's, like, we just feel so much better now and you could tell she felt really really like bad about it in the video like she felt guilty and I don't know it is really hard to admit that because especially I mean especially her too like just being such a part of the community and like in like the fruit festival days like tbt um But I thought it was a really brave video to make, and I commented on it. Like, I don't know, I just related to a lot of what she said. And I'm going to make a video about my experience and everything, Um, but I just thought it was interesting the different comments that she was getting on that video. So, like, I don't know if anyone even asked me. I don't know, because I'm not really, like, a part of that world anymore, but... I just thought her video was really good and brave and just went over like, it was just so honest and it was she never at any point was like, fuck veganism, like veganism ruined my life. (laughs) You know, like I just thought it was very honest and raw and like her perspective and what she went through and how, She's still, like, feeling, like, questioning, like, is this okay that I'm doing this, but I feel so much better health-wise and et cetera. Um, But she was getting a lot of really supportive comments, which I was like, yes, thank you all for being open-minded. But then she was getting, like, crazy comments, like, I am so disappointed in you. It's like, here's this girl that was going through, like, hell health-wise, and she's making this video, like, literally explaining all of that. Obviously, she feels bad about it. She feels like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm admitting this. And you're gonna be rude. And that's just a part of the vegan community that I really dislike is like, people are so rude and nasty and judgmental. And then they're like, well, it's for the animals, so I can get away with this. It's like, I hate that. And it's crazy that I was like really in that world at one point because now looking at it from like a different perspective, having been in it and like all of that, it's like, no wonder veganism has this rap of being judgmental and of being angry and stuff because some of y'all are acting like that. Like, chill the fuck out. That's not... And I've made videos about this before, even when I was, like, super hardcore vegan. Um, Like, relax. You don't convince anyone of anything by being rude and nasty towards them. Like, I think we should applaud people for doing anything. Like, having one plant-based meal a week or just like cutting down like not eating fast food you know like health is wealth okay and i don't think that we should be so judgmental um and yeah that's really not it's really something i haven't really thought about in a while because i feel like also since like 2016 the whole vegan roto ford community has kind of chilled the fuck out um but just reading some of those comments i was like oh my god like people are really nasty and you can't like you can't use oh but the animals like as an excuse to be so horrible towards another person like you're literally going against what you're preaching about love and compassion and I don't know like I just really disagree with that style of activism um and yeah so I will be making a video about my experience with all of that. So I just kind of wanted to let the OG podcast listeners know. But I think at the end of the day, you just need to listen to your body and what's best for you. And you can't keep doing something that's hurting you, hurting your health, just because you are scared of what other people will say or because you feel like there's like, I don't know, this ideology you have to conform to just because you said that you would you know like you're not a failure for having to eat fish and eggs a few times a week or like (laughs) like I don't know um and I feel like probably me in 2016 would have not said that but after going through so much of especially yeah like what she what Bonnie went through with like the bloating and the you know just gut issues and skin and like all of these things like you just need to listen to your body um so yeah I hope I would love to hear your guys's like thoughts on her video too and I guess all the people who have come out and said like yeah like I don't don't really do that anymore like I would love to hear your guys's thoughts and you know is that something that you experienced and was it hard for you to admit that like okay maybe I do need to like switch up what I'm doing even though it's kind of the opposite of what I've been like you know taught from all these like videos and like from this community i don't know i'd love to hear your thoughts so thank you guys for listening can't wait to read all the comments and i'm actually about to go film so i'm super excited another rainy day of content um and yeah i will see you guys next week bye everyone